Welcome to another episode of Shades of Us, the review I am remarked. A couple of months or maybe a year ago, um, one of the people I respect so much, Frama Ambrose, suggested that I watch a movie and possibly review it. It's taken me a long, long time to finally get to it, even though I watched the movie almost immediately after it was suggested to me. Today, I am discussing that movie. It's When the Bull Breaks, starring Maurice Chestnut and Regina Hall. We tried for a long time to get pregnant. It really put the two of us through hell. Hey, we're gonna have a family. Are you sure you still want to be a surrogate? Yes, I am. Look at her eyes. She means it. So let's start with some facts about the film. When the Bull Breaks is a drama or psychological thriller. It was directed by John Kaser and produced by Valerie Bleth Sharp, Maurice Chestnut, Brian Duke, um, Glenn S. Gaynor, Michael Lyne, Dylan Sellers and Robert Shea. They served as producers and executive producers of the film. The story and the screenplay was by Jack Olsen. The casting was done by Tracy Twinkie Bird and the production design was done by Chris Conwell. Costume was by Olivia Miles and it starred Maurice Chestnut as John Taylor, Regina Hall as Laura Taylor, um, Romani Malco as Todd Decker, Michael Kenneth Williams as Roland White, Glenn Moshua as Martin Cooper, Theo Rossi as Mike Mitchell, Jazz Sinclair as Anna Walsh, Gigi Arnetta as Dr. Grace Park, Tom Nowicki as Peter Kay, and a host of others including Dennis Gossett, Janie Michelle, who was um, John's mother, Carrie Laza, uh, Ariane Joseph, Matthew M. Mitchell, Maurice Johnson, and the music was by John Frizzle. Cinematography was done by David Moxness and edited by Scott Powell. It was distributed by Screen Gems and Sony Pictures and released on September 9, 2016. The running time is 107 minutes. It was filmed in New Orleans in Louisiana, USA, and the budget for the movie was $10 million. In the box office, it made $30.7 million, about three times, nearly four times what they spent on the film. When the Bull Bricks was panned by critics um, on Rotten Tomatoes, the film had an approval rating of 11% based on 18 reviews with an average rating of 3.7 over 10. The site's critical consensus was that it was shallow, cliched, and silly instead of suspenseful. Oh, they go further to say when the bull breaks offers nothing domestic thriller fans haven't already seen before and done far better. Hmm. I wish I could go into Rotten Tomatoes and like, punch one of those 18 people or all of them that was a really harsh critique of the film but i'll get to that soon um, on metacritic the film had a score of 28 out of 100 based off of nine reviews from critics so generally indicated an unfavorable reviews audiences polled by cinema score gave the film a grade b on an a plus to f scale at least they gave it a good rating right and then Neil Genslinger of the New York Times criticized John Kaser's direction, suggesting that Hollywood needs to give the reductive, crazy, sex-obsessed female character a permanent rest. 
that is one critique I do agree with. If you have watched the movie, it is a trope. That thing where they keep saying women are these crazy, sex-obsessed, acting weird, you know. It is reductive. It is tiring. And I agree that it needs to rest. It is a story that should be told, but maybe in a new way. I don't know. But for now... I don't really agree with it and I think it's it's trash. That is one critique I do agree with. Now let's talk about some trivia from the film. Regina Hall, Romani Malko, and Maurice Chestnut starred together in Think Like a Man in 2012. Regina Hall and Maurice Chestnut have starred in The Best Man. I recently watched it again and I think I should review it. It is my all-time favorite movie. And now that I I have it again. I can. I should review it. But it starred in The Best Man, which was released in 1999, and The Best Man Holiday, which was released in 2013. Um, and then Maurice Chestnut and Glenn Moshawa both starred in 24, a movie that was released in 2001. That's trivia. Now, what is the storyline for this movie? John and Laura Taylor, who are Maurice Chestnut and Regina Hall, are a young professional couple who desperately want a baby. After exhausting all other options, they finally hire Anna, played by Jazz Sinclair, the perfect woman to be their surrogate. But as she gets further along in her pregnancy, so too does her psychotic and dangerous fixation on the husband. The couple becomes caught up in Anna's deadly game and must fight to regain control of their future before it is too late. Now, let me talk about the things I like about the film. The first thing is the cast. I loved, loved the cast. One for me, Maurice Chestnut, beautiful man, beautiful, beautiful man. Regina Hall, amazingly beautiful woman. Jazz Sinclair, really beautiful. And she brought her A-game to the acting. She was really good at it. I don't have another place to stay. I loved seeing her in the movie. Um, What I was worried about was typical. You have the darker-skinned man, light-skinned woman. It is a stereotype. That's what you expect from movies. You know, this hot-bodied man and woman. There's no problem with all of that. But, you know, the cast was amazing in my view. Um, and then for me, the storyline around affluent black people who worked hard, were professionals in their fields, lived in their, you know, really beautiful neighborhood. And then that they chose, again, a black woman to be their surrogate. For me, really beautiful stuff. I think the cinematography was amazing. It was such a beautiful feel to the movie and that you just wanted to continue watching. It was visually appealing. For a drama, it came out well, so well. The colors were popping. I loved I loved whatever filter was used, however they put it together. The production design was amazing. Um, The house, so beautiful. Um, Everything, every aspect of the movie was beautiful it was captivating um the costume wow i mean look at movies just not deeper sexy you know wonderful in all his looks right i think the term is actually dapper not deeper but that's what it is and then look at regina hall with decked in her finery looking good and fresh i loved the costume i loved how they looked at then jazz she looked, everyone looks appropriate for their age and position and role. So it worked perfectly for me. I think I liked the story. I liked that 
it talked about surrogacy and it was important that um that story needed to be told there's so many stories around surrogacy that people don't even talk about um how mothers that's the, the surrogate now gets attached to the baby um and may not want to give the baby back pre-partum and postpartum depression these are issues around surrogacy and i think it's important that they are talked about um when the ball breaks shows the vulnerability that comes from wanting something so much and in this case a child there are people who are vultures who are looking for every opportunity to try to fleece you i think john and laura did the right thing in terms of doing their due diligence you know trying to find out if this person is okay do they did their jobs but i think they should never have brought their surrogate into their home the moment that girl saw the house when she saw the lavish lives they, li they were living her claws came out quickly and it could be blamed on hormones but i mean hormones only magnify what is already there and that lady was crazy I think the movie touched on an important story. Uh, there, there are myriad of problems um, with surrogacy as with other kinds of processes to having children, whether it's pregnancy, you carrying your child, adoption, you know. There are so many problems, and these are stories that need to continue being told. So for me, that storyline is not a trope. That is why I like the storyline, right? But I agree that the trope of women being these horrible, crazy people irks me. I think it's about time that trope is dropped. I am tired. Almost every film from time immemorial is the women who are crazy, who are sex starved, who are trying to snatch in Africa, who say snatch the man, you know. But in fairness, though, Anna and her boyfriend were both crazy. He exhibited his lunacy early on, and the only reason Anna lasted to the end was because she was the more greedy of the two. She was one who lived in the house, who had to be waited on hand and foot, who had the best of the opportunities, and then who wanted the husband. So, yeah, I really don't like that the movie got so many bad reviews, so many bad reviews. Even some people who commented on, on you know, they talked about the audience comments like why why is it so poorly reviewed i think it was a well told and short story and it it may not be everyone's speed but to be so poorly rated i want to believe that maybe it has to do with the fact that the cast was black maybe this is victimhood speaking or what have you but i've seen movies with white people that are not even as good as when the bull breaks and yet they get really high scores or better scores than when the bull breaks I don't know, but I don't like the fact that it was rated so poorly. So, yes, there's almost nothing original about the movie, but not everything has to be original. Not everything. Some things should just be retold over and again. And that's what filmmaking is. It's a different perspective. Was there something new that was brought to the table? Yes. What was different? An affluent black couple, that's for one. Look at that fight scene at the end if you haven't watched it. I'm sorry, but you get to find it. Um, That's the only spoiler I'm giving. But, yeah, I mean... Anywho, that being said, I will rate the movie a 6 over 10. I know, you're probably like, why did I go on and on and on about why it's being poorly rated and I'm, I'm giving it a 6. It's above average, right? Um, it's not fire, but it's above ab average. It was a good watch and I thoroughly enjoyed the movie. For what it was, I enjoyed it. The third act was especially powerful for me. I completely, completely was like, yes! And um, I will definitely recommend it to people to watch. 
But that is my opinion. What do you think about When the Bull Breaks? Do you like the film? What are your favorite and least favorite parts of the film? Share your views in the comment section and remember that you can select the movie that I can review and I'll definitely do it for you. That's about it on the show. Please listen to the end of the podcast to find out ways to contact me. And don't forget to tune in every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 1 p.m. or more appropriately, 1.05 p.m. West African time for more talks and kisses from Mama. That's a wrap on today's podcast. Like us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Shades of Us or you could follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Shades of Us Media. Tell us any song, album, movie, or series you think will make for a great review by sending an email to shadesofusafrica at gmail.com or a WhatsApp message to plus 234-905-912-7552. Thanks for listening. Bye.